everyone, and welcome to uh, the second episode of 1D6-1D4, my woo, chaotic mini-podcast that just happens when we feel like it. Uh, we have three of us here today, myself, Rainy, and Christian. Hey, uh, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's just gonna be a good weird mishmash um of just absolute buffoonery because that's where we Bu- all are i think buffoonery is our uh that's our wheelhouse that's our brand absolutely it's our brand our rated buffoonery buffoonery is our brand yeah that's great <laughs> can that be a fucking t-shirt dm that's a dark and on the back just says buffoonery is our brand yes that absolutely can. yes excellent perfect yep adding it to the uh, list <laughs> So, uh, today we are going to be talking, because, you know, all, our whole deal is we run a bunch of short games mm-hmm. from anywhere from, like, one to five sessions, I think, is our MO. Um, but today we're going to be talking about if we were to run a full-length or longer campaign for the group, what our dream system for that uh, would be. So, mm. Uh, I'm, I have my obnoxious pink D4, and I'm going to roll to determine how long this episode is gonna be. Um, if you have not heard our previous episode of 1D6, 1D4, uh, uh, let me explain my made-up rules. Essentially, I roll a 1D6 to determine how many people I get together for the episode, which is three today. And then mid-episode, I roll a 1D4, and that determines how many minutes we each individually have to talk on whatever the topic is. So this is very off the cuff, and it is chaotic and beautiful. So. Did you roll another four? I rolled another four. Oh my goodness. That's fine. Okay. (laughs) I don't have four minutes of material. That's okay. There you do. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you... We'll ask questions. Exactly. Okay, that's right. We did questions last time. That will help. We can chat. Yeah. All right. So... You know we're going to get derailed anyway. This is true. This is very true. All right, so let me share my screen because I like to have the giant obnoxious timer looming above us. That's a big screen. Follow a minute. Giant fucking timer. Uh, Christian, you want to go first? Should we roll? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'll go first. Okay. I was going to say, I'll probably talk about a couple different things. I'm going to end up doing that too, yeah. For a minute, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I probably right. will mention more than one because we're all suckers for RPGs. Yeah, we are. We have problems. Yeah, we are. All right, Christian, you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Boom. I'm going to talk about just three things because I just thought about games I want to run, but also one I would want to play. So Ooh, I'm going to put that one okay. in there too. Uh, so um, I've talked in my own interview about RuneQuest, how much I love it as a system and how much I would absolutely love to run uh, a longer term game and that because I think it's a system that very much lends itself to that because the lore of the world is just, it's so deep and rewarding to like dig into the lore uh, that I think that these guys would just really, you know, eat that up and just make some crazy ass characters and a really good long campaign uh, would be awesome within that system. So I've talked about that one before in the past. I'm going to talk about another one I haven't that much, which is, um, well, actually I have Stars Without Number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would love, I have a great idea for a Stars Without Number game where it's just, you know, the characters like winding up having been on like a, a colony ship that was being sent to like a prison planet. Like think like Australia, but it's a planet, <laughs> right? And they were just like, they were just like shot out in there and like something went wrong 
and they wind up like getting there, uh, but like time got fucked up because of like funky hyperspace shit. So they don't get there at the right time. Uh, so they get up there, and you know the prison as it exists on the planet is like long gone, and maybe there's like some Mad Max sort of tribes or whatever on the planet, but they've got a ship, and they can like take over this planet if they want, cool. or do whatever the hell they want. Like they can have their own colony, their own planet, and then expand out from there and kind of like run their planet ally with other systems and polities that might be out there in the stars and you know it's kind of their own thing and that's the beauty of of stars.number or any of kevin crawford's games is they're real sandboxes where you know it's really up to the players to decide um what they want to do with the world and so i'm really attracted to the idea of just giving you guys here's the situation go for it you know what are you going to do if 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 i gave you a planet what would you do with it yeah Sorry, I know this is your four minutes. I have one more, and I have one more. Another Kevin Crawford name, Godbound. I would always. Love oh to yeah, because I've that, heard that's a different a lot. thing, right? It's a fantasy game where you play a demigod, and you can you can grow your cult and become more and more powerful, and you literally have to make changes in the world to advance the level. So again, here's the power of a god. What are you going to do with it, right? Uh, huh. With our group, ask nothing good. Right, nothing good. Troy just invents clocks. Yeah. And everyone has a clock. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's like the god of sweet potatoes or something. Yeah. I'd be so, more uh, I'd be more worried about what Amber comes up with. <laughs> oh, no. We all know what she'd come up with. It would just be like, you know, some death goddess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harrow Hark, the character. <laughs> yes. We Last save with love in our heart. A game that I would want to play. Uh, within Good Society, because it's not a podcast from us if we don't talk about Good Society. <laughs> it's is... not even me this time! What I know, it's heck? me this time. Within their expansion for the rules and expanded acquaintance, they have um, they have a rule set in there called um, Emma Forget-Me-Not, which is, is the rule set for playing like really long, drawn-out things that go on over like lifetimes versus just like kind of the shorter games that we've played so far. And I think that would be an awesome campaign to play mm-hmm. one day. That's cool. Yeah, like generations, yeah. especially in like that English, yeah. you know. Or like just years, man. Yeah. Like, you know, a whole lifetime. Like starting with the characters being like teenagers and ending when they like die. Yeah. You know, or they're like my age because I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Siphoning that Troy back energy. That's Once Troy's dried up, I'll find another one. Yeah. <laughs> Another ginger. I went after Watch both Blisses in this one four-minute span. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you both very much. Sorry. Uh, so I got 16 seconds left. Ask me something. If you had to pick one of those three, why is it RuneQuest? Uh, the one I want to play the most, Godbound. Whoa. Probably. Just because I, I don't think it would be a super long campaign because you get very powerful very quickly, and I would just love to see what you guys do with it. Yeah. All right. That is time. <clears throat> No, Godbound God with our group would be terrifying and delightful. That's the thing. Like, I love, like, I know, like, there's a lot of, like, latent power gaming in our group. And I'm, I'm all for that. Like, my, my thing with power gaming is you don't fight it. You you just build a framework where it's possible and let people, like, do their thing because that's how people have fun. Scale with and the just power play, gamers. Just... Right, scale with the power gamers. And it's like, here's all your shit. Make your choices and just blow me away with some character you make. I'm, again, I'm going to be a fan. I'm not going to fight it. So... Nice. Who's next, Sarah? Me or you? Uh, I don't know. You got to rock, paper, scissors for it? <laughs> Let's rock, paper, scissors for it. This makes for great podcast uh, content. Right, okay, listen. No, 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 I like it. I'm over here fucking rolling a die. Yeah, All let's right, do it. Ready? Do, wait, do you go on Rock, shoot? paper, scissors, and then throw. Okay, perfect. Shoot. Yeah. All right, ready? 
Rock, rock paper, scissors, go. Oh, they both did scissors. Yeah. <laughs> I should keep myself on camera. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, go. Uh, okay. Rainy wins. Okay. You can go first. Paper. So I get to go first, I guess? Yep. yep. Riv- All right, riveting audio. Here goes. All right. Listen, this is what 1D6, 1D4 is all about, motherfucker. I love it. No, I was just, Everything's I'm, made up, but the points don't matter. I'm just teasing. That's, that's what everything we do is about. I yeah. mean, yeah, but like, this is the like redheaded stepchild of DMs after time. <laughs> As a redhead, I take that personally. All right, listen. I'm kidding. Hit. All right, three, two, one. All right, Christian talked about a few games. I'm also going to talk about a few games. Um, Yeah, the nature of our entire channel here is that we are playing a lot of games because we want to show people amazing games that are out there, get them a little, you know, dip their toes in the water, learn how to play the basics, get the gist of the game, and then move on. Um, These are games that we own and we're going to play a lot more. But there are games that really can't be explored in that short of a frame, uh, time frame. Um, for example, uh, soon I'm going to be going back, and this is one of my answers, uh, Blades in the Dark. Um, Blades in the Dark and Forged in the Dark games in general, uh, I'm actually going to lump these two together, Blades in the Dark and, um, Band of Blades, which is a military fantasy game that actually has a campaign, so it's like the perfect long-term, uh, Forged in the Dark game, where you play as a unit of soldiers making their way across a war-ravaged um, region to a safe place where they can hopefully uh, escape the terrors of this war against undead and whatnot. Um, but Forged in the Dark games themselves have very important long-term growth kind of things, right? Um, it's not like, you know, actually a lot of the games we've played don't really have a lot of level progression, but the way that these Forged in the Dark games do it with faction turns and stuff like that, where like the world reacts to the player's actions is very important to actually experiencing that game um so i would love to run something like a band of blades or a blades in the dark which we've played with our characters before cannot wait for people to finally actually hear you know temple adrena reyna and ronnie uh, <laughs> just just make an absolute mess of the gothic haunted dusk vault. um so yeah a, a fortune in the dark long-term series would be really really cool to explore, um, you know, a game where, kind of like Godbound, the characters do make a change in the world, but the world punches back kind of thing. Um, my other answer is one that I think I probably will never end up actually running, but it is just such a beautiful book, and it has captured my um, fascination as a huge RPG nerd, and that is Burning Wheel. Um, Luke Crane's incredibly dense, rules-heavy, but very elegant uh, Burning Wheel, uh, which is an entire game that, sure, you can get into fights, sure, you can do whatever, but it is entirely based on the players and their characters' goals and beliefs. That is what the whole game is about. So you can run Burning Wheel games where it's all social, it's all political, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's these crazy social webs that they're weaving and trying to make things happen. Or you can run ones where they are dungeon delving and you can play Torchbearer basically using uh, Burning Wheel. But I, I just love that um, you build up these crazy big pools of dice with all of your accumulated knowledge. And uh, again, something that wouldn't translate well in a short series. Um, you know, you can only get better at your skills in Burning Wheel by succeeding and failing a certain number of times. So, like, it is a game about finding what your character cares about and doing that a lot. 
and you're going to fail a lot, but it's about how the story plays into those, um, you know, play, plays into those skills and your character's journey within them. So, yep, those are my answers. Uh, of course, I picked the incredibly dense, nerdy RPGs. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, honorable mention, I'd love to just run a full Starfinder AP for this group. I think that'd be fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you would play, Rainy? Anything I'd want to play in long term? Yeah. Yep. Um. I don't know. Um. Honestly, I'd like to play. A uh, Conan sounds kind of interesting to me. I'd love to do something like I, that. I, I so they have a new campaign out, Shadow of the Saucer, yeah. and I think I, I mentioned this to you after. I, I, I'm not quite done reading the whole thing yet, but I really like it because it's. A, it's it's short-ish. Mm-hmm. It's like seven seven adventures long, basically. So, I mean, even if you figure... And, and they're quick, so it's not like, you know, five or six session adventures. It's probably like maybe one or two sessions per adventure. Mm-hmm. So even if you had like 14 sessions in there, that's still not a very long campaign. Um, and it is... I, I've read a lot of the other stuff. They have another campaign out called um, Wave Stained Crimson that uh, I didn't really like that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also released a lot of like kind of individual one-shotty sort of stuff. Some of them are really, really good. Some of them absolutely suck. Uh, this first one is like... I, I shouldn't say suck. That's <laughs> they, they don't capture Conan. They're, they're like... They're good D&D-ish adventures, but they're not Conan. Like, they don't capture that world. They don't understand, like, that vibe. That vibe. You know, Sh- Shadow of the Sorcerer gets that. Absolutely. It's, it's really good. Everything I've read of it so far, so... That would be a fun one to run. But yeah, I want to run Conan at some point. My answer there is more, um, I want to see how Modifius's 2D20 engine runs. And also, um, I just, I love, I'm a huge high fantasy nerd, but we all know how I feel about D&D. And with that, we're going to segue to Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we'll be here for another four hours. Yeah, this is a quick one. Okay, okay. I, I had some thoughts. I've gathered them enough to maybe form them into sentences. We're going to really push my limits today. Let's make those sentences, English major. <laughs> we talk good and stuff. Fucking not just English creative writing yeah, major. I, I know how to make a sentence. I words good and talk lots. Yeah. Oh, God. You could tell I'm a little brain dead today. <laughs> this is going to be a fun fucking episode for you to edit, buddy. I got All right. this. I'm going to count myself in in three, two, one. Okay, so I know I've talked about this one before. Jingle. Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's not Good Society, you know. <laughs> um, no, I like Good Society uh, being, I, I, I would love to do the full campaign as a player, um, but I enjoy the, the shorter things that I've done with it so far. Um, including playing an entire Good Society game in one night, which was fucking wild. But, nice. Um, it's 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 heart it's heart heart the city Yay. below. Um, but the thing about I, so heart for those of you that aren't aware is a dark urban light fantasy weird game. Certainly um, weird. Where you are characters going down into this heart, which is this living, breathing, ever changing, essentially series of uh, tunnels and weird things underneath the city. And basically the whole premise is uh, maybe 
0.01% of the people who go into the heart come out. So you have to be really fucking desperate and have a very strong reason to go into the heart, which is beautiful for character motivation. Um, but the game emphasizes that the heart is ever growing, ever moving and living. And so they encourage you to um, let the heart grow while your players aren't in it. Um, and they encourage you to, as you build your own individual heart, keep making like building the hex grid so that if players come back to a room they were in, some time has passed and, oh, maybe XYZ has changed. I love that. Um, and they encourage that every DM's heart is unique and different. Um, so there's never one true heart. It's always going to be super personalized to the DM of the players, which That's is phenomenal. Awesome. Yep. Um, and some of the classes are just so bizarre and wonderful. They're Definitely really awesome. Okay. It's so cool. And, and of course, it's a gorgeous fucking book. It, it won Ennies for its fucking artwork. Um, it's fantastic. The other... The, so the other thing I've been interested that I would like to run is... So I don't... Here's the thing. It's more of a concept than a system. Um, in that I want to... I would really like to run a Star Wars RPG. Mm-hmm. Savage Worlds. You need Savage Worlds for that. Um, oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god! I'm kidding. Okay, I'm good. kidding. I'm good. Kidding. I was gonna get. That's just that's just like because like, you know you see online. What should what system should I use? Savage Worlds. You should use. Gerps. Gerps. There's well, there's 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 multiple Star Wars <laughs> systems, and I would like to use yeah. one of those. I just have to figure out which one I want. Um, because here's the thing. I love. Uh, a lot of the universe and world building of Star Wars. I don't give a fuck about the movies. <laughs> they are fun. Good. And I yeah. enjoy them. But my interests are in the Old Republic era and just the fact that these are things that exist in a galaxy. Um, like, I love the idea of Jedi and Sith and just the weird individual intricacies that go along with those. But I don't care about the char- like the main characters of the movies. Like, I want to see what happens with the other characters and, and yeah. minor characters and just the weird, fascinating alien life. Like, I, I'd almost want to play a Star Wars game that feels like a Star Trek show where you're just going out and exploring shit. Oh, see, uh, like, that's funny because I was going to say, that's why I love The Mandalorian. It was such a nice look at, like, someone who wasn't important really you know what i mean um kind of just a foot soldier i'd recommend it if you haven't watched it i i have not but i i love just the weird uh so much of the world and that it's so unexplored and as my time is running down uh quick shout out to one i would love to be a player in uh i want i miss long-term call of cthulhu and i would specifically kill to be in a masks of nyalarhotep game i will make that happen one day fucking murder to be in that game might not be on stream but i will i will run the hell out of fuck yeah you know what that is my time i think that segues very well to something that we always talk about and um you know obviously are hesitant to do but i think that we we came up with this idea for this episode of 1D4, 1D6 because we would love to play longer form games. You know, as a group, we, we love playing games with one another. We love streaming and we love these short series because they're, you know, giving us that variety, letting us play a lot of new systems. We're having a lot of fun with it. But we do, we do love, like, who doesn't love playing a character and being invested in a longer form story, right? Um, yeah. All of us are very, like tend to be very invested in characters which is why we get some of these like beautiful dramatic scenes that we do and so it's like oh there was this like beautiful touching moment it's like and i'm gonna like 
not have this character again yeah, too much. And it's gone. So, like that yeah. sucks. Um but what I was gonna say was I do want to hopefully if you're listening to this, um, you know, and you enjoy what we do, please do rate us uh on whatever podcast app you listen to. It is um very helpful, more than you think. Um, like our YouTube videos and whatnot. But it is something we've talked about. A Patreon in the near future might be something we consider, and that would be something where we would play these long-term campaigns, have like a podcast feed for patrons. Um, and, you know, we have these ideas, obviously, of games we want to play, um, long-form, long-term, but it might also be something where, you know, you can suggest other games we play and stuff like that. Anyway, just that's just me being pie in the sky thinking... No, oh, I, would, I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. We, we all have games where... I mean, that's literally, like, our whole joke is, like, we're fucking RPG-obsessed weirdos, and we all have all these games we'd love to play and run, and it's like, well, we only have time for so many. We are we are six people with very different schedules yeah. and <laughs> across two time zones, and... Yeah, But you great. know what? It's perfect. Uh, and with that, thank you for listening to this beautiful, chaotic episode of 1D6, 1D4. Um, these will... These will not have a regular schedule. They will just pop in um randomly when we either you know when we either don't have time to record a full episode or just like sometimes if we have extra time we can throw them in um so these little chaotic blips of existence will not be consistent uh but i do appreciate you listening to them um you can listen to our um longer podcast series modified roles and audio versions of our uh twitch streams on all of your podcast apps you can also catch the vod's of our stream on youtube on our youtube channel we are on all the social medias at dms after dark and you can also email us at dms after dark at gmail.com and as rainy said please rate and review it genuinely does help us get noticed more and it also like really means a lot to us because when i found out we already had like multiple five-star reviews i was like fuck yes Someone likes it gives us. us that feeling yeah it's the feeling of they like us they really like us because uh, we're nerds who crave love and affection we appreciate that you people on the internet give it to us <laughs> uh, thank you strangers for the attention thank you strange internet people uh <laughs> god i don't know where that voice went jesus i like Christ. it save that one keep that one in the banks for a future character I, I, I will. I do love my stupid voices. But until next time, play more games and uh, run more games. Let chaos take hold. Oh boy. Crush it in your fist and run straight into a wall, baby. <laughs> I'm ending it like that. God fucking damn it. Bye.